Hello and welcome to the 167 Podcast. In today's episode, we're speaking about team building because what God wants to do in your life is too big to go alone. We want to help you build the team that can help you get there. Hello and welcome everybody to the 167 podcast. It is so good to be back with you for another episode. Uh, Man, it's been a really good week. Uh, It's good to be back in the hot seat. Swin, how's your week been? Before we we say anything. My week has been absolutely phenomenal because I'm not preaching this weekend. And so I am free. Obviously, by the time people hear this, I will be preaching. (laughs) So um, I actually, I, I forgot that we were recording the podcast today. So I was in my shorts. I didn't wash my hair, and then I'm in another hat again. No, I think, it look, I think it's cool. looking good. I think it's I, looking. I'm just going to own the look. Just own it. Go for it. And um, yeah, but people don't know that you have been on holiday. I have been on holiday. I've had a week in Mossel Bay, beautiful Mossel Bay. So we've been uh, enjoying some sea life um, and uh, just enjoying time with the family. So that was awesome. But yeah, back and I am preaching this week. You are, which I'm very excited about. This, good. The series looks awesome. Uh, that, we're, that we're currently in as of the time of this recording. So very pumped for that. And that song went, eh? Did it. That song went. I'm this is a say, move. Yeah, this is a move. Because we're in a series right now. Just, if you're listening to this uh, in church called Mountains Can Move. And so, it's, yeah, it's been, it's been phenomenal. Come on, man. I'm pumped. Very excited. We've got some very exciting things as well happening uh, this week. So it's going to be a great week. But for right now, we've got our awesome podcast to record. And we just want to welcome everybody yeah. uh, who is uh, joining us, uh, listening or watching. Welcome to the 167 podcast. Um, it's better because you're here. That's right. And really what we are and what this podcast is, is a way that we want to help people add value to their weeks. There's 168 hours in a week. Um, one of those is spent in a church, we hope. And then you've got 167 other hours to um, learn some stuff, to get That's better, right. to develop, uh, to grow closer to Jesus, but also to become a more complete version of yourself and your leadership, Good. so on and so forth. So that's what we like to do in these episodes. We want to have life-giving, value-adding conversations. Good. And everybody and anybody is welcome, is invited, is is can, can pull a seat to the table. And uh, we love hearing from you. We love hearing from our community. So if you guys ever want to reach out to us, you can do that through our Instagram. Uh, you can do it by commenting on our YouTube videos or rating and uh, subscribing to us on our um, audio podcasting right. sites as well. We love it. We love the feedback. And we, we love do. our community in a big we way. We do. And thanks so much for those who are um, leaving comments on on the YouTube channel. Thank you so much. We read through all of them. And thanks also to our Instagram family who are liking and sharing and yeah. um, also leaving comments on Instagram. We read through it all. And wherever we can, we will reply. Yeah. But certainly you will get a little red hot you whenever will, you leave a comment. You will get some love. You'll get something. Yeah. So we're so grateful for that. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Yeah. Today we're excited. We've got, we kicked off uh, kind of a new series. We had a great kind of series of conversations. And then last week we started a, a new series um, kind of based on uh, some content that Pastor Phil Pringle has, has put out there. Is it just him or is it him and a team? Um, no, I think it's he wrote a book called Leadership 101 and yes. we're taking this chance to speak about leadership and yeah. so there are some cool things in there that comes to it and I think we've got a lot of our own stuff for no learning and other places that we're kind of throwing it into the we're, pot. We're, but we're just, putting it all in the pot. We're just following a guide that someone has put in place. And, Giving us yeah, some structure. So last right. week, yeah. Structure, we, structure. We need structure. We do. We are brilliantly unstructured. Well, yeah. I don't, yeah. We could, we could go anywhere. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> we had a great conversation last week, kind of kicking off this series That's of good. talks on uh, vision called it Visioneering 101. And uh, we could really talk about vision for hours. Mm-hmm. So that conversation wasn't ours, but yeah. I think we could have gone on for much longer, but extremely uh, helpful and insightful. And I think we both felt encouraged after that chat very good. and just felt ready to go yet again. And, and today we're talking about something that really forms a part of, I would say, kind of everyday life, wherever you find yourself in the business world or in the church world. And that is quite simply team building. Yeah, uh, The importance, the whys, the hows, uh, getting people around you and making sure that you've got good people uh, around you. And team building is something that we all do. We've learned how to do and and we're probably learning and, and trying to get better. Yeah. Uh, a conversation about team building, Swin, why, why do you think it's worth 
even speaking about team building and what do you think is the why behind team? Uh, yeah, I think that so many, so many leaders in the industry have this issue where um, there's this, they want to kind of do it themselves. Yeah. Uh, either it's driven by ego um, or the reality is that it takes a, it takes hard work and effort to actually build a team. It does. Um, and so it's just quicker, easier to do it for yourself. Now the problem with that is while that's quicker and easier in the short term, in the long term you undermine what is possible. Yeah. And so you, you achieve much better results empowering other people to build a team. Yeah. Um, and listen, in, in, in your career – you know, in the workplace, you get paid. <laughs> so yeah. it's easier to build a team in a sense of people are bought in because they're actually earning a salary. And, and they bring and they probably bring something specific and to their team. And they bring something very specific to the team. And I suppose there's pros and cons to that. Mm. Um, but certainly with as it relates to church building, uh, you don't get, people don't get paid. And so you have to, you have to learn other soft skills in order to grow in your influence. And I remember this one comment of, uh, if, a, if you're a leader but no one's following you, you're just taking a walk. <laughs> and so team building is actually exercising leadership on a level to empower people on a team, get a team together to actually achieve something. Yeah. I like what Phil Pringle was saying. He was saying that um, 10% of your destiny actually only lies within yourself. Mm. The other 90% lies in other people. I yeah. think you also got quite you were, that also caught your attention. Yeah, that struck a chord. That struck a chord with me in a big way. And even just the idea of the power and the potential of what your life or your church or organization has is kind of limited to either yourself or can be unlocked um, in the people that you bring alongside with you and uh, being able to do that. And he had a, a picture and analogy of kind of a jigsaw uh, puzzle, how you, you know, your piece, that's you, you got your piece of the puzzle and then as soon as you, you you kind of interlock that with the rest of the puzzle you got this beautiful picture mm. and it's it's that's not downplaying uh what you can do because what we bring is important but what it becomes when we involve other people and when we step into a team 100%. that that's the beautiful thing but yeah. let me ask you something Swin. how well do you play with others <laughs> do you, are, are, I, you, are you are you a team because because you've played you you grew up playing team sports yeah uh you work for a church obviously everybody sees that do you play well with others or are you a guy that are you a guy that tends to Let try me flip to it on you. What do you, what do you say? Because I mean, I might have now. the biggest blind spot ever. Yeah, so yeah. why don't you tell me? I think you play well. Um, I think you play well. I think what, what you've done well maybe over the years is realize um, the best way to utilize people. And I'm not saying that I know where to use them. I'm saying how do, how do we get everybody working and doing what they're kind of best at and doing what they're best at. And that takes, geez, it takes a lot of honesty because it's like, okay, well, what do I do well and what do I bring? And then let's kind of, Let's kind of piece it together. So if you look at our staff team, we're quite different mm. uh, to be to be fair. And not all of us has come through a recruitment process, but but some of us have. And I think that that has taken some intentional thought and uh, how is this going to look uh, in the future? And we were talking about it now before we started. Team building has got a lot to do with how well you look into the future and, and what is this going to look like in a few years' time because the process of raising people up and maximizing potential and, and helping people grow and develop, that's not something that you see yeah. overnight. Yeah. Um, for you, like you're doing a lot of the preaching and then suddenly you've got someone, okay, this guy needs to preach more. I'm sure the first sermon that I preached or even that you preached when you were being raised up was probably not, not your best work, but, but you allow people, and I can honestly say it was not, but you allow people the chance to to grow. I don't yeah. know if I don't know if I've ne- if I've got it right. Yeah, yeah. I, well, look from from my perspective, like, you can't build anything great by yourself. Even if it looks on the outside, oh, look at what he did. No, no, no. You'd be stupid to take the credit. It often kind of feels like yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and yeah, we did, I did grow up playing team sports. Although cricket is is a team sport played with individuals, so In you're mind. part of the team. You're part of the team as long as you do well. And yes. um, <laughs> otherwise, you lose your yeah, spot. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> But I think even just the church that we were raised in, team was always part of the conversation. 100%. And raising up people to play significant roles on that team was always part of the mm. conversation. So I think we've been raised up in a healthy environment there. Um, but I just think you can't if you want to you can't grow a church without building a team. Yeah, it's impossible. You actually you can't because people got to buy in. People you can't do everything. Mm-hmm. If it's just on one person, then great. Enjoy the church. There's a hundred people in the church, and there's nothing wrong with that. Nah. Um, but you just can't. You just there's only just so much one person can do. Yeah. And so, if we want the church to flourish and grow, we have to adopt 
a body mindset, the puzzle mindset that mm. other people can do stuff better. Mm. And I think uh, even just for, for often this happens to me is I have to keep my security in check. Yeah, okay. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. That's a good thing that they're doing well and yeah. I want to celebrate that intentionally, yeah. publicly and privately. Um, because it can so easily feel like, oh, the shine is coming off you and mm. it's going on to somebody else. But in reality, that's exactly what we're called to do. Yeah. <laughs> we're supposed to give other people the spotlight and that's what Jesus did with us and, and that's how the, the church grows and that's how people grow. Yeah, You know, I grow, people on our team grows. Yeah, And so I just think it's also a safer way to build. Mm. How funny is that, that the one thing that, actually is a part a part of our job description sometimes we can we can be scared of it and we don't even celebrate it but but like you're saying when somebody steps up and they do really well and they're under you and it's like it can sometimes be like oh mm. but i think that's a normal thing i yeah. think i think that's probably something that a lot of a lot of leaders a lot of young leaders even older leaders can go through in the process of hey i want to bring people i want to bring people alongside i want to yeah. be that and, and something that has stood out to me about a lot of bit of a research that we were talking about is that as leaders, you want to be people that are helping other people maximize their potential, 100%. developing completely who they're called to be, helping them step into that. And I think, and, and you touched on our church and I think that you do it really well. And I think that maybe a lot of that you caught from Graham and Jenny mm-hmm. um, as well, who, who have been huge parts in our lives as well as, as, as I'm going to call them people releases. Yeah, um, 100%. J- just people that have, have so naturally, they've been the leaders and they've been kind of the buck has stopped with them. But but they were very quick to kind of, and also saying that Phil Pringle said that to, to take the blame, but to give the credit. Yes. Um, and, and constantly just, I mean, I, I can speak from a personal point of view. As a young guy, there was a lot of stuff I got wrong um, yes. and, and, and maybe less things I got right. But I always kind of felt like the things that I was getting right was really getting celebrated when mm. I spent time with them. And the things I got wrong, there was a conversation yeah. and there was a correcting and there was a discipline, but it didn't feel like they were out to to bring me that always felt like, hey, we're, we're moving somewhere. There's a there's a picture, there's a future. And 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 they were just, I feel like that just set the tone for us because I feel like you did it with me when I started um, getting more involved in ministry. And it's something that I've tried to do with the younger guys in our ministry. And now even as they're up, you know, I'm not the youth pastor anymore. There's another youth pastor huh. and we can see him doing kind of the same things and we're seeing new voices and new faces, but it had to start somewhere. Yeah. And I think we're very lucky because I don't think it's the norm. Yeah. I, th- I think a lot of people, there's a lot of growth that we have to go through in order yeah. to, to become people like that because I think the human thing, I could be right. I think the human thing is to hold on to what I've got. Yeah. And, and this is my thing and this is what I'm known for. This is my identity. As soon as I give it away, I think the fear is, well, who am I then? Yes. What do I become? Yes. I think we're very lucky. No, I think, I think that's exactly the, the fear that a lot of people have when it relates to building a team because it means that you have to share the praise. Mm. It means that you have to take the blame. It, it means that the spotlight is, is not always going to be on you and security does rise up. And that question, I think you brought it up, was really good was that, um, well, what about me? Like, what's my future like? Yeah, what, who because am I now? other people do well, mm. you're like, oh, okay, cool. Now they're going to take over what's up with me. But but I always try and encourage people with this to say that someone who can make space for others always has a role, mm. always. And I heard this guy called um, Paul Scannon say this the last few days. He said, um, don't focus on your role, focus on your calling because you That's can good. fulfill your calling in any role. Yeah. If your if your life is all wrapped up in a role, roles change. Yeah. But callings don't change. Mm. And I think as um, leaders, our calling is a high calling, but that calling is to get other people involved in achieving something great for God. Like that's the whole thing of a leader. A leader doesn't just achieve for himself; he achieves for others. Yeah. And makes and we need a team. And I think the gift of leadership is not your individual skills. The gift of leadership is really putting together people who will get more done. That's good. When the right thing's done. Yeah. I think if we look at a model of leaders and uh, uh, people who enjoy sport, we'll look at the great captains of, of, of time. And just some captains that I can think about are in a rugby context. There were guys that they weren't necessarily the, f- the flashiest players or they weren't necessarily the – actually very rarely were they the best players in the field, but they just had an ability 
to when other people were around them, uh, they felt bigger, they felt valued. Mm, got the best out of them. They got the best out of them. And I think that team builders have that mm. have that trait. They have got an ability to make other people kind of feel like, geez, this is, this is where I'm called to be. I feel valued here. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm being pushed down. And I'm, Phil Pringle said, like, the worst thing you want to do to, to young leaders is to make them feel like uh, I'm pushing you down, I'm keeping you down. Yes. You want to, but, but it's timing. And, and it's when's the right time to, to give that or whatever the deal is. So kind of in answering the question of, of why team, uh, the process of, of building team and, and selecting team, that's slightly different. And yes. uh, I mean, if we look at even how Jesus did it, Jesus spends a lot of time when he was picking his disciples. Quite, if you read it, it kind of looks quite just, hey, you follow yeah, yeah. me, you follow <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah. But, but, but in all honesty, there would have been a lot of prayer. That's right. There would have been a lot of thought that have gone through it and he would have, he, he understood the task at hand that these mm. guys that he was calling from the fishing boat or from the fishing net would be the guys that would be starting churches in the book of Acts. Yes. But there was a whole lot of life. For in, sure. in between that, there was a whole lot of doing stuff together, being together. The process of selecting team, what would you say are some things that, that to remember as a leader? Let's say you want to start building team. You're, 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 leading, you're in a church or you're in an organization and you want to start getting people around you, passing on skills, helping mobilize, maximize potential. What would you say are some things that, hey, these are some things you should know. Mm. When you're building a team, when you're looking at bringing people around you, some things to remember. Yeah, good. I think the first thing is that you, we have to make a decision that we're not going to do it by ourselves. that we need people. Yeah. So even in the early days of our church, the reason why our church, other than, I mean, it's God's grace 100%, Big but the, the reason why our church grew was because teams grew. Yeah. You have to resolve in yourself that it's the next big thing for you is not a what, it's a who. It's, yeah, it's good. It's a person it's mm. because you can only do more when someone else is involved because yeah. they maximize your time yeah. and they maximize their gift yeah. and it works together for great results. Um, so you have to resolve within yourself that, okay, I'm not going alone. I'm going to work at getting this together because a, a dream should be big enough that it involves more people. Good. Um, and then it's to realize, I think I got this from Dr. Dar- Darius Daniels, oh, that man, you don't go so as good. far as your dream, you go as far as your team. So Amen. it's to realize that, okay, if I want to get to where we, where I'm believing God is taking us or whatever that vision is, I need to look after our team really well. Yeah. And I need the right team and I need them in the right places mm. and we need to be going together. So um, so then it's just to realize, okay, cool, like I need the right kind of people. Yeah. Like people that, you know, we can connect with. I suppose there's like this chemistry there. Yeah. Um, so that we get along with each other. Uh, and you don't always agree with each other because you don't want yes people around yes. you, but you do want people who you can have a relationship with and not be hard work. It, it, can't, it, can't, be, it can't be draining 100%. every time you guys hang out or meet or speak about the future. 100%. So I'm at this point, like if there's people who are draining, I don't like I, you can be in our church and there's a great spot on the team somewhere awesome. for you, yeah. but it's not on, <laughs> no, not on my team. Not on my team, yeah. And you need to have some elements of chemistry. Mm. Um I think skill, people maybe choose for skills. I think skills can be taught. Yeah. Character and chemistry, that stuff can't really be taught. Yeah. Um, so you got to kind of look out for that. And then, yeah, I think I might have gone way past the scope of this question. No, it's yeah, good. Just no, no, training no. them, making sure that God's getting trained, that they're growing. Good. Um, that you're growing in yourself. Um, but yeah. I, th- I love that. I think it's the biggest thing for me is just, okay, I'm going to decide that it's, we're going somewhere big enough that mm. I need to take other people. I need other people to get there. Not I need other people to take me to my vision. To my vision, yeah. I, we're going somewhere great and we're all part of the team. So let's try to get there. And we're going to figure out every step of the way where, where you could be going. But but we got a vision that's taken us all that's together. Right. I love that. And I think, sorry, you want to say something? No, no, no. I was just going to say like full, I think full Pring was talking about like, Purpose is required. And that's we spoke about vision last week. Yeah. If your team has no purpose or no vision, you're not doing anything going somewhere. Yeah. Right. That's that's more of a, a hangout. That's a club, right? But mm. you gotta figure out, okay, where are we going so that we can put people in the right places to get to where we need to go. Yeah, I think that's a good geez, a lot of really good answers there. And I think a lot to to take note of. From personally, I think one thing that stood out to me, especially when I've started team building became more important for what I do is, is like for me, patience mm. was massive because you want to build a team and you want people to be at your level uh, 
um, immediately. And it's it's to say like, hey, this is what I want you to do. I want you to lead this thing. Mm. I want you to raise these people up and I want it to be really good. Um, and we've heard so many talk to guys like Craig Rochelle speaks so well about it. It's like often if somebody can just do something at I think he says 60% or 40% or just say. I heard it last week. It was 70%. 70%. With momentum. With momentum. That's key. So, so if someone can do something, it's not, it's not exactly how you do it. But, but, but if they're doing it and they're moving in the right direction, kind of let them do it. For me, that was a challenge because I'm, I don't want to say I'm a perfectionist because I really don't resonate with that because I don't think I am. But, but there is like, there's moments when I'm like, geez, that could have been done better. Mm. I could have done that better. And, mm. then it, and then you can kind of get a little bit frustrated, kind of get a little bit maybe. Did you lose a moment. Or we, it, could that have been better? Could more people have been impacted by that moment and stuff like that? But, but, but as leaders and as team builders, it's to understand, no, 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 that was a great moment because somebody has gained experience, mm. somebody has gained momentum personally as a leader, they've taken steps forward and, and, and getting into the, I was taught, even like Dino showed, showed me a lot as a young guy was that just have people with you mm. when you're doing stuff, have people with you. If you're going to, if you're doing a school's visit, get some young people with you, yeah. just, just along for the ride. If you're doing anything that's ministry related in our context, it's have people learning from you. Uh, and, and in that way, you're constantly equipping, you're constantly That's training, good. you're building for the future, you're providing a space for then one day when someone can do that thing and you can be released That's good. to do another thing yeah. and, to, and to bring other people with you. So pay, like patience has, yeah. been, has a massive mean. It's just to, to develop an ability to be like, hey, that wasn't perfect, but, but I'm so proud that we were able to put somebody in that position good. who's able to make a step and to do something at the step. But now we celebrate it. Like, good. I mean, we had we had some young people preaching at church yeah. um, the last week, and just heard amazing reports on that and how good. And and if we had, if you if you didn't have that approach of hey, let's release people, let's mm. find out what people want to do. Geez, would we have heard some of these really for awesome sure. messages? I was really proud of them. Thought you did well, and they did well. Yeah. Um, I've got a question for you because, uh, and I'm going to prefix this with a whole bunch of stuff, but um, <laughs> I cover it. I no 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 I like. I found once I made the decision that team building was required, I, I actually it's team building is not hard. It just takes effort. Effort, yeah. Effort, um, and so I've built teams, built groups, all of that, and completely by God's grace. And that's also why I'm in the role that I'm in. Um, but I'm often that kind of guy who just hey, let's give people an opportunity before they're ready. Let's throw them into the deep end without a life jacket because, hey, they're going to find a way to swim. Mm. It's going to be okay. Yeah. You're going to do fine. God's going to help you. Yeah. And I think the area that I've maybe lost uh, lost momentum in or was my weakness was going, okay, cool. I was doing that with a lot of people and never actually cycling back to check on like, hey. How are you going? How, how's things like – and something that I've actually been learning from you over the past um, maybe 12, 18 months is that you are very, very considerate to when you give people opportunity to actually take them through a, I don't want to say it's a formal training process, <laughs> but you do take time to walk them through kind of what's expected or yeah. because I think it comes from a heart that you want them to win. So you're trying to yeah. give them as much information as possible. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and I think that's been really, really helpful. And, I, and I've seen it come out in some of the ministries that you've been leading and how people almost, it's you've made the steps easier for people to take certain places. Mm -hmm. And I'm really proud about uh, of you about that. But tell me why. I think it's, I think the origin is, is probably not extremely positive in the fact that I think that I don't give people. So with what you're saying, thank you. That's very kind of you to say. Um, I, but I think sometimes it, it comes from a place of I'm actually quite nervous as a leader. I don't want people to get up there and to bomb and to fail. And it, and it's actually very little to do with the like how I look with them. It's, it's I really am I'm just for them. I'm just I want this to be a great experience for you. And and I think maybe I've had experiences in my life where I'm like, geez, that could have gone a lot better. And I think if I had more coaching, or if I had more, it, maybe it could have been better. But then what I tend to do is I tend to overdo it slightly. Sure. Where then somebody gets up and then you you hear a young person preach and you're like, that guy sounds a lot like Phil. <laughs> or, or you, or you hear someone um, 
you know, someone lead in a certain way. And then it's more me coming across, I think maybe just because there's been this focus of, hey, that's how I would do it. That's how I would do it. That's how I would do it, which is cool because maybe it's safer. Um, but I think in the compliment, I think that there's learn, there's improvement for me there as well where it can be, um, hey, like I'm, I trust you and I think you could do a great job. And, and that's what I tried to do very recently. I'm like the best thing that can happen on this night that you guys are preaching is if people get some of you because mm. I think you guys as individuals have done so well. And if we can get an authentic kind of piece of what, what you can bring, I think that would be awesome. Yeah. But I think that originates from a... I'm very scared. It's like a, it's probably like a dad teaching somebody how to ride a bike sure. or your kid and somebody, your kid, <laughs> how to ride a bike and you're like, you really don't want them to fall but the training wheels need to come off at some point yeah. and, and maybe they fall. Yeah. Um, but but then the role of the dad is not to cry that they fell. So, no, let's get up again. Let's mm. go again. I think as a leader, I can grow in that of of people might fall, um, and but you don't want to over you don't yes. want to you don't want to overimpose a certain style of leadership yeah. because I also know the way that I lead or communicate or try to do things is different. Yes, and and, and we're better if people are doing their thing yes. the way that God has made them to do. Not a bunch of swings or a bunch of fools where I think that'd be a party. Mm. <laughs> Lots of swings, that'd be great. But but no. Lots of swings would be a party. You heard it here that'd at the be, 167. That'd be great. But 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 I think the the, the other side of that would be, and I'm, I'm learning as mm. I'm going, it's like, hey, let's give guys freedom I and room. That, but I think the reality is though that no matter what approach you take, there are pros and cons to it. Yeah, and you've true. got to learn to soften the edges and... So, so from, from, from me, what I'm learning is that I never want to lose the risk element. Mm. I want to make it so safe for somebody that they can never find their own way or develop um, a resilience or a depth. Like, okay, there's a problem. What would Swen say? What would Swen? I don't, like, yeah. I don't, I don't want to get to that point. Yeah. Um, and I, I know that's not your heart either, but I also don't want to leave people feeling abandoned. Because I, I think there's great value in failing. Yes. Because you learn more from learned. failure yeah. and you also realize it's not that bad. No, it's not. Um, but we can set people up to do better. Yeah. And that's where I think um, on the training side of things and, and actually equipping people and saying, okay, I'm not just going to drop this on your lap. As it's like I'm building a team. Great. Now here's everything. I'm going to be over there doing my stuff and you just take care of yourself. Like I think there has to be the element of handing on and training and investment and time. Yeah. Uh, and that's the input that we need to give people. Yeah. Um, and so that was definitely a, a good learning lesson. But on that, now, but now you're taking us somewhere different because if, if it involves investment and involves time and involves a resource, I think the fear of some leaders are, geez, let me train this guy. And let me give him everything. Let yes. me give him years of experience. Let me give him the platform. Let me give him everything. But we also have the very real reality in ministry, but also in organization that that person leaves. Yeah. And all of that time that you've put in and all that time and invested and, and we've experienced it on church level. I'm sure there's many, if there's business, business owners and people that are in business would have had that as well. Doesn't that kind of feel like a huge waste of time? Yeah, that's a, a slap in the face. A huge slap in the face. Like it's just like, come on. Like I, I gave everything. I, you know, it's money, it's energy, it's time, it's experience. Because, mm. because it's the human part of it is like, let's build this thing together. Mm. So let's upskill, let's equip, let's get better together, so that the thing that we're building can get better together. And mm. then it's like you take all of that and you walk away. Does that play a role? Uh, it does, is that is that in the in the in the mind of, of a mm. leader? How do we how do we combat that? I think from my side, the insecure leader or the insecure part of us, that is an element in the conversation. Yeah. But I always feel like the Lord wants us to lead in an opposite spirit to, mm. to insecurity, and so you know the Bible teaches that um, the world of the generous get larger and larger. Teaches that you reap what you sow. Yeah, it does. And so I want to. I'd rather, and people are like, uh, we don't own people. Mm. Just because we pay them, <laughs> it doesn't mean we own their soul. Mm. And so if I can have, if we can have a positive influence on their future, on their call of God, then wow, we actually had a part of that. And part of their success is my investment. Yeah. And I take great satisfaction out of that. Yeah, um, I'd rather do that than lived with a closed heart. And what happens is you get to that mindset People see that poverty mindset on you, and then they want to leave anyway. Yeah. So rather, rather raise people up in a healthy way, and if they go, they go. But I'm hoping that some people will also go. You know what? There's so much room. Yeah. 
Okay, cool. There's something important for us to do. And if people go, that's cool. God's calling them to something specific, something different. We can celebrate that as well and enjoy that. And I think about Jesus, who he he was the best team builder ever, and he still had Judas. Yeah. And he didn't treat Judas any differently than he did Peter or you no. know, like he had his fa- like his his circle for sure. But Judas but I don't think that I don't 12. think that was to do with future. I think that no. was to do with like people that he was just genuinely close with. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So no, he wasn't like, okay, Judas is gonna betray me. Let me yeah, let me keep, let me keep, let me keep him out now. He yeah, he included him into the circle right yeah. until that point, and that's gonna happen to everyone. Yeah, and I think it's just part of it. You know, let's count the wins more than the losses. I think good. Yeah. Yeah, this has been so good. And uh, I think what would be very helpful now at this point is maybe to chat a little bit about uh, some practical uh, steps of team building uh, because we all need to start somewhere. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure there's a lot of people here that are maybe in the process, maybe are a part of a team or would like to build a team. Uh, but really just some of the framework that you've actually put out and some things that we're going to look at today um, at building team and, and really the starting point is, is quite frankly inviting people, inviting people along for the ride. Um, I think in church, uh, it's been so tough because we get really nervous about um, asking people to do stuff because uh, yeah. we're always scared. Like, oh, they're busy or they're they don't busy, like it all. They're yeah. not keen or that you know it might not be their thing, and it might not be their thing. But but we know that there will be something that that is their thing. And the, don't want to be rejected either for an invitation. No, you don't. So the the invite is really the starting point if we're looking at building anything. It's just inviting somebody along. So it could be, it could be a part of a serving team. It could be. Uh, out to meet somebody. It could be even just starting off with just inviting them for a meeting and just having a conversation and finding out where people at, where they see themselves going. And um, I find this the, the I find this particular one uh, quite easy for me, really, because it's it, it's the starting point. It's not. It's kind of high. What I want to find the right right word. It's like low risk kind of still, but there is potentially high reward mm. with with where it can go. So just starting off by saying, "Hey, invite for you." It's inviting has it been saying that's come naturally, or is it saying that you've grown into? It's something that I've grown into because I, I, I've generally been um, quite nervous of new people. Yeah, but uh, I, I am pretty bold because you do it a lot. Yeah, but but that's what I want to say. Like yeah. I, I've I've been in like rooms where you're just like, "Hey, you should do like you should do that." Yeah. Like you should go and do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not yeah. in a rude way, but no, but, no, just, no. but just but hey, just like I've, you've done that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I've learned to to just the way you you just go with a new person is just just get into the conversation as quickly as you can because mm. then it just it helps and beat around the bush. Uh, yeah, just get into it. But I'm, I'm I'm quite bold in my asks because I I always grew up if you don't ask you don't get. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, hey, this isn't just good for me. This is good for you. Yeah. So. I have, I'm not going to be shy to invite you into a bigger life. We're not being rude. No, no, no. If you don't want to take it, it's cool. It's like, I don't take it personally when people say no, I don't want it. I'm like, oh, that's fine. Um, but just think about, you know, just think about something. Yeah. Because I know that I, I'm so convinced that if, if they say yes to this, their life will actually get better. Mm. Now, there's an unhealthy side and we don't want to get into that now, but, but just invitational. Yeah. Inv- Jesus was invitational. He said, hey, you come follow me. Yeah. Well, it was an invitation. Everything in the kingdom is invitational. We choose it. Yeah. So I just feel like, hey, let's just put out as many invitations as possible. Out there, yeah. If people reject it, they reject it. But when they say yes, their life has a huge impact. Like they, they can grow. Yeah. And they can help us to achieve and we do something great together. Yeah, yeah. So. I love the invite. and But the invite needs to be followed by – because you can't go from invite straight into – Task. You can't no. go from invite straight into, okay, this is what it is, go and do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something in between and, and, and I think as leaders, we've got to be very focused and very good at building relationship yes. as well, which is about let me get to know the person. Yes. Let me find out about you. Yeah, there's something we want to do. There's something we want to get done or even one step further, there's something that we think you would be phenomenal at. Yeah. But is there an element of, uh, is it Graham that always used to say change in the pocket or who, Yes, who yeah, said Graham that? says that. Graham says all the time you've got change. It's like credit to your account. So. If you're credit, like, and that that is built. That credit is built in the moments where- When you serve someone else, you put change in your pocket. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Where, where you're spending time, where, you, where you're just hanging out, where you're getting to know. And even Maxwell says that, you know, People don't care about how much you know until they know that you care. Yeah, exactly. That there's this element of this guy's there for me. Yeah. Yes, I bring something to the table, whatever, yes. whatever the organization is. But but if push comes to shove and I'm struggling or there's something happening in my personal life, mm. he's still going to be there. Yeah. Regardless of 
regardless of if you know I can do that or I can't do that or I can serve on Sunday or I can't serve on mm. Sunday. But this is this is eff- this is the effort you're no, talking this about. Is it. Yeah, this is you effort. were talking about effort earlier. This is the effort. This is it. But you want to find that divine flow. No, yeah, exactly. I think chemistry makes it easier. Yeah. Like, so if you do do it with people who you like doing it, it just flows way easier. But it's not impossible because relationship is about how can I serve you? Yes. That's what it is. Yeah. Like I want a genuine interest in you. And so that's why, again, like I, I don't feel bad, genuinely, I don't feel bad asking people to sacrifice time, yeah. money, or opportunities in order to to serve God. Like I'm it's like, good. It's radical, dude. It's radical because that's just not what I don't think. I that's know the a lot of people feel bad about it, but I don't feel bad. So mm. I'm, why am I going to feel bad for inviting you into a bigger life that will achieve for you an eternal reward? Mm. It feels I, like we've got to convince. It feels like we've yeah, got to just yeah, convince yeah. you and just totally. make you super aware. I stopped doing it's that. It's a waste of time. I stopped doing that. I, like I. I because if you have to drag somebody in, you're not. They don't. They're not going to be there. Yeah. Um, and I heard this one church, and I, I learned a lot from it. Says have that I see in you conversation. I see in you. Yeah. So it's like, hey, I actually see you're strong in this area, this area, and this area. Hey, I think you could do great at this. Yeah. Right. Having that kind of conversation, but as it relates to like relationship building, I just think you know, it, you, the bigger your team gets, the less individual care you can give to everybody. That's just normal. That's just a reality. But you can still care for everybody and show them that you care. Yeah. So I know that some some people write notes mm. to people on their team. They celebrate them. They remember things like your birthday or they remember things like, hey, how's your week been? Like mm. there's just that personal personal touch I yeah. think is what it is. Yeah. And it is. People want to know that you care. Yeah. And I think it's right because otherwise they become – you kind of think, okay, they're on my team, but they're serving my purpose. Yes. And probably in the early days when we were building teams, that's probably a lot of my motivation was like, look, we just have to get something done uh, and you're the closest breathing body. You sure. said, yes, so let's do that. Yeah. But but over the time of learning, it's like, you know what? Like this is good for you mm. and there's an area of, of growth for you in this, but I still care about who you are. Yeah. And so that's also why I think – when you're on a team, you you've got to have a relationship with your team, and then you've got to have someone who's you've got a relationship with with because you're on their team. Yeah, and I just you've all got everyone's got to be on a team. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's got to be on a team because we all have a role to play, and we all need that care. We all yeah. need that relationship, and that's what we're going to get. One hundred percent. When we're on a team, so we got to yeah. focus on that. We got to make sure that we're not gunning for what we need to get done, mm-hmm. but at the same time, we're building relationship. Totally. And I, what for me, the thing that I've held on to is that. Um, is the teaching from Chris Hodges, but it, it goes two ways because you've got divine flow, so mm-hmm. you've got what works, but it's not always going to be like that. Yeah. So for me, I, it was about, um, okay, if I've got divine flow and just quite quickly what divine flow is, it's just that and we all will have met people where it just works. Yeah. There's nothing easy. hard about it, easy conversation, just flows, everything is easy. But even when you don't have that, Good leaders find ways to find common ground yeah. with everybody. Yeah, and even, connection points. And even if it's just one percent, like of the, even if it's just one, and I, this is what I tried to do, my best when I was um, a youth pastor and I felt like I was getting a bit older was was even with the younger guys. Well, what's one percent or two percent, three percent of things that we can talk about and connect about? And then if that's the thing, I'm gonna live there. Yeah. And that's where I'm gonna build, and I'm gonna build the relationship there, and I'm gonna build the trust there, and I'm gonna build the care and the love there, so that when we do take steps in the journey. They're like, well, Phil still cares about me. There's, Very good. It's not like we have everything. We're not the same person, but I still sense that there's care and there's love. Yeah, I think that's absolutely, yeah, that's hundred percent. Because again, people we don't we don't own people. Yeah, right. They don't have to do anything for us. Yeah, but we get to do it with them, right? Yeah. And I think that divine flow is an incredible principle. Yeah, I think it's someone that's super helpful. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's good. And what's the next one? Well, the good one is the next one here is when we're taking steps forward. This is not training and yes. uh, and development and providing that. Not as a leader, as a good leader, we have to provide spaces to train people. So yeah. I think a lot of a lot of that can come quite organic in church. There's a lot of stuff that we can do. There, there's so many resources. I mean, we live in a time now where we've got access to podcasts, you've got access to books, you've got access to Kindles. There's so many things uh, that you can do. And what I love, just quickly, just practically, like from from what we're doing, is our following Jesus course which is is so good shameless plug yeah shameless plug because and if, and if you haven't done that it is like 
it is it's so even if you're a, even if you're a believer so it's very much a fundamentals walkthrough obviously as mm. you know but it's it sets a great precedent for I'm going to learn the basics I'm going to understand my faith I'm going to understand why we do what we do and say what we say but also creates a habit of mm. I'm going to watch stuff I'm going to try to understand things better and it's not about consuming 50 books and no. 20 podcasts a week because it's not realistic. But you've got to get a habit of investing into yourself mm. and investing into your future. And I think that's something that leaders almost have to set the tone mm. and model it and then and then be the people that – because if somebody's working and they're in the secular world, they're not as exposed to maybe a lot of stuff that, that we're trying to equip ourselves mm-hmm. within our churches with. So I think it does need to start from a, hey, I think you'd love – I think this book would be great for you or I think mm-hmm. this, this sermon would be great for you or this resource uh, because we, we, there's always – places to improve yeah. there's always space to get better totally if you're at a point where 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 you're not learning i think that's yeah that's tricky yeah that's i mean dangerous. we do this on our team right yeah. on our staff team yeah you listen to a podcast you share it with other people say yeah. hey this is really good i thought this was valuable in this area yeah and you would share that other people in the team also share we go through a book together yeah we do um, so that we can continue to grow because we want to have the competence issue settled we want to be competent in what we're doing yeah um and so there's What's great is because there's such a growth mindset on our on our team, we all want to grow and we're all trying to learn from each other mm. and sharing resources. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd hate to be stuck in a job where it's like, okay, cool, I nobody is – there's no growth opportunity. Yeah. We want to provide growth opportunity and maybe someone's in that role now. Well, no one's feeding into me. Well, you can be a self-feeder, right? You yeah. can make your own sandwich. You can learn. You can research. Mm. Um, and it's a great quality to have. Oh, yes, yeah. To one, to because not everybody has that. So, no. so even if you're, a, if you're a young leader or a leader now, I would say cultivate a hunger for development. Good. Cultivate a hunger for growth. And, and it could be in different areas. Good. Like it could be anything. You don't just have to read leadership books. Yeah. You could read something about finances, read something about, about family life. There's some brilliant autobiographies where you can learn from lives of other people. But it's, it's about like, am I satisfied with where I'm at? We, can't, we just can't be. No. The, the, the vision needs to be way too big. Mm. The, the calling needs to be way too big to be satisfied with where good. we're at because it, it requires more of you. Very it good. requires more of, 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 of what you can become. And I'm so grateful for a God that has given us potential and it's given us an ability to develop and to grow. But it starts with us. Are we hungry? Are we pushing for mm. it? And then I think people will catch that. Good. Yeah, I think it's essential for discipleship. I think it's essential for growth. I take it as I always, I always smile. I'm very proud of people who who invest in it their own cool. gift. Like um, it is very cool. We've got a guy that's you know started on our band what like two years ago, and he paid for his own lessons. And as soon as I saw that, like I'm like for us to give someone a like a like an inexpensive drum kit yeah. to practice on or whatever. I just thought, wow, they're spending time. They're spending their own time, their own money. Yeah. In order to be equipped, I think that's incredible. Yeah, um, and so that's a great mindset. And I, uh, something that's helped me in this whole process is I heard this cool thing from Andy Stanley, where he says, "It's not my responsibility to fill your cup. Yeah, it's my responsibility to empty mine." Yeah, that's so good. it means I can teach you what I know. Yeah, more than that, you have to go for it. And I mm. think as a leader who's developing a team, you want your team to function at the highest possible level, mm. just pour something into them that they can grow in. Yeah. And then once they've reached that lid, that's fantastic. Now it's on them to start developing further relationships and, mm. and learning more to yeah. continue that growth journey. Yeah. Um, I think the next one we've got is uh, to empower them. Yeah, it's to give, give somebody a, a chance. Yeah. Give somebody a, a, like a moment. I mean, we've done the relationship, we've done the... The training now, people need the moment. They yeah. they need the op- training wheels have to come off now. Training wheels have to come off, and they and they've got to run. And, and this is, you know, lines up so nice with what we were talking about earlier. And some of our skills and some of the things that we're weak at or weaker at is that is that we want people to succeed. We want people, but sometimes the fear of failure can even stop the leader from releasing. Yeah. Uh, you know, the individual from stepping into something. But yeah. like you said, there is some great lessons that come out of failure. Some of your best lessons uh, come out of failure. So it's about uh, if we're following the steps and we feel like we don't want to just send somebody in blind, but if we, we've we given them the resource, we've helped them along that, 
okay, let's give them a chance. Yeah. Let's give them a shot. Let, 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 let's see them try something, step into something. Yeah. And, and you actually never know, you know, you could see somebody come alive in yeah. a moment. And, and, and if there's ways that, that there were uh, things that they could do better, then we come alongside and then it becomes about coaching. Yes, And it good. becomes about, hey, man, that was awesome. And, and, and this is a skill because you don't want to come across like, oh, that was terrible. Mm. But, but it's, about, it's about saying, hey, I think you did that amazing. We talk about building a sandwich. It's like <laughs> you, you want to, you encourage and then you, and then you can give a bit of feedback. Yeah. And then you can encourage again, Good. and then and then give them. They've got to have enough enthusiasm to want to go again. Good, but also they've got something. I think I could have. I think yeah. I can improve. I think yeah. I can do better. And the leader's got to fill both roles. He's got to. He's, you've got to feel like your leader backs you. Mm. He wants to give you the go. He trusts you, but also it's going to come alongside with the. Hey, you could have done that. If you, maybe try it like that next time. Totally. And if you do, then I think I could be so much better. I think you could have done that moment better. Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred uh, percent. I like. Um, I listened to Chris Hodges' brother um, teaching on empowering. I had no idea Chris Hodges had a brother. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think he's there, like the staff. Like he oversees their staff, but he goes crazy. Um, to empower literally means to give power yeah. to someone else yeah. to make decisions. Yeah. And that can be scary, like you said. Like, what if they make the wrong one? Yeah. What if it flails? Yeah. And, I, and as you're talking, I'm, I'm having this picture in my mind because we're talking about training wheels. You know, it's yeah. all cute when your parent is running after you, With when you're you. on training wheels and then training wheels come off and then they hold the seat for you, Yeah. right? But imagine you've been riding your bike for five years and your parent's still running Holding after you. Like yeah. you're going to be like, There's nothing cute no. about that. Yeah. There's nothing, no, leave me alone now yeah. or I'm going to stop riding this bicycle. Yeah. And if we want people to grow if we want people Can't to expand like and maximize, we actually have to give them the space mm. to do something phenomenal and the risk of failure. Yeah, falling. Absolutely. Um, and then you brought us right into that that coaching element, yeah. which was brilliant. I think yeah. coaching is difficult. It though. is. It is very it's one thing being like I find to coach in sports is easy because mm. you're not as insecure. Like the players want to get better. Yes. And you can say, no, you need to do this. You need to and there's a very clear can. win. Exactly. And, and and there's a time frame. Exactly. It's like hey, at the end of 90 minutes, if you don't do that, you are going to lose the game. With people and, and our type of coaching, it's there's no there's a time frame, but it's not as specific. And, and there might be a win, but it's not as maybe measurable. And insecurities are high. Uh, yeah. It's massive. So we've got to – I think it's a, I think it's a skill. Mm. I do think it's a skill. I don't want to make it too complicated, but I think we can be good coaches mm. in a way where, where somebody doesn't feel small after they've had a coaching conversation, mm. they still feel big. Nobody, no one loves to hear that they haven't done something amazingly. But if we, if we, if we are dead honest with ourselves, none of us are perfect. Mm. You could be doing something, you could be an accountant for 40 years, but you could still miss something. Yeah. And, and then there's a way of maybe I could have done that better. 100%. Or I could have uh, tried it a different way. Yes. To be, uh, again, it's two ways. It's, it's, are we gonna be, are we gonna learn how to do that skill well as leaders? But then as, as individuals, are we going to learn how to take the conversation mm. well and then apply it? Don't, yeah. ju- don't just hear that conversation and do nothing about it. Yeah. It's, it's, okay, let me have an application. Let me try to get better. That's right. Yeah. I think as becoming a parent, I've realized that I've actually got to love someone enough to tell them the honest truth like yeah. give them honest feedback and before i only wanted to give people positive feedback i never wanted to give people <laughs> bad feedback because i thought oh what if what's going to happen after this they're gonna be like stuff you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever but i think it's also it's so important that we have to keep that relationship going good yeah so yeah. that we give honest feedback but at no point do they think they don't care about me. that's a good point and yeah. so we celebrate their wins yeah we we give them ideas and give them honest the honest truth mm. but it's wrapped with a whole lot of love, yes, um, and care. Yeah, I think that's where I, I think that's such a good point because I think that's very recently where I've where I've probably missed the mark a little bit with some people. It's uh, they're still doing something. They're still a leader. They're still responsible. But then you forget that side of things, and then for the individual, it feels like, geez, Phil only talks to me when he's correcting me. Yes, or Phil only talks to me when I've done something wrong, but I haven't really felt encouraged, or yeah. I haven't really felt like. And then I think that is then where the leader has to take it on the chin and be like, "I'm." I'm and actually, I just I, own it. I just apologized. I just Good. said I, I've been doing that. I've been. I have messed up in that area, and you have been doing so well. I just haven't been. Mm. I just haven't been telling you. But yeah. the, but the, this is what leader needs to do. I've got to tell you. Yeah, you do. Like Jesus did that. Get behind me, Satan. He says yeah. to Peter. Like he's always chastising them. Yeah. But they never doubted that they loved them. No. And I think that's something we got to learn, right? There's yeah. grace and truth, and 
And uh, yeah, let's hope we, we get better at that. We just got to get better. But the fear of not being good at it shouldn't stop us from being coaches. Yeah. And I think, because otherwise, how will people get better? If Tiger Woods, one of the greatest golfers <laughs> in history, needs a coach, listen to me, you and I, we need a coach. Yeah. Right. We need to keep on um, developing and honor them. I think be willing to go, wow, the spotlight's on them and just let them have all the praise. Mm, it's good. Let like honor them, celebrate them. Yeah. Um, so that they get both sides of it. And yeah. I think you're, you're, you're quite right. And then lastly, repeat the process. Keep going. You know, because maybe, I mean, you would know this by now. But in the like when you start out in ministry, you think, oh, okay, cool. People are just going to be with me. Like, why wouldn't they? Like, why this is so important? Why why wouldn't people just stick around? But the re, the revolving door is a real thing in any organization. Mm. There's movements of people. Yeah. And so if we stop inviting people, we stop calling them to a greater purpose. We stop building their lives. We stop building mm. what we're doing, and we leave it up to like, okay. If we're gonna, we better have the same people here in ten years' time. Otherwise, mm. this is gonna flunk. Yeah. No, no, no. We need the fresh, the new, constantly going through the process mm. at different levels with different people. I think some people will be with us for ten years. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but like you rightly put, I mean, I've been around for a little while now, and I've noticed that that isn't the case with everybody, um, and it's normal. I think the moment that and it's okay. It is okay. And I think the moment that you stop this process, I think is the moment that you might be in trouble because mm. then that's when things start getting smaller yeah. and shrinking because it's not that you've lost the favor. It's like, no, we've just stopped developing mm. and we just stopped training and we've just stopped building. And then hopefully you have a place or you have a church or you have a business where people don't want to leave. Yeah. And then that's when growth comes because we're never going to stop developing mm. and building relationship and training. And hey, if you guys want to stay, then our room is just going to get fuller. Exactly. And fuller and fuller yeah. and fuller. And I think that's the heart. But but like you're saying, people will go and that is a part of the deal. And, and like we mentioned earlier with regards to the training, Craig Rochelle said, um, you know, people fear training and then people leaving. He's like, my fear is that I don't train and they stay. <laughs> oh, wow, that that is really good. <laughs> and then I've got and then I've got someone I haven't invested into, Damn. but 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 they can't move anything, they can't do anything. So let's not let that be a fear. Let's just train whoever we can train, good. love on whoever they can love. And if they can make the next, hopefully they stay in church and if they can make the next church better. Like you're saying, we had a part to play in yeah. that. But we're just gonna the revolving door of people, we're gonna have a revolving door of leaders that's just gonna come through that we're going to love on and train and repeat and keep going and understand that that's just a part of the deal. And how does growth work? You get more than you lose, right? Yeah. You you, you earn more than you spend. Yeah. You develop more people than you lose. You're always like, going to spend. You're always going to lose. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just how growth happens. And that's a good thing. It's the way it's the it's the way it's been happening for centuries. Yeah. And I think there's nothing wrong with it. I just think as Never getting to a place like I think you highlighted so well. Never get to a place where you're okay with like stopping. Yes. It's got to keep going. We've had enough. No, you don't want to get there. Good. Well, we hope this conversation has been uh, helpful uh, to everybody that has watched. We apologize for any breaks uh, in the images, but uh, we've been able to keep going here and we're just so grateful for our community. We hope that this conversation has been helpful, extremely practical, and we hope that there are some great applications for you. We've tried to be quite specific with some things. So if there are some things that you can apply to your lives, to your churches, to your, to your small groups, your companies, please do so. And again, like we say in every episode, please reach out to us if there's anything that we can assist with any resources that you might need or um, you just want to say hi uh, you're more than welcome to do that as well share like subscribe do it that's the deal helps us get the word out there and build into people's lives yeah come on well we hope that you have a great rest of your week and we'll see you guys soon cheers